Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glennis. And I'm Ashley. And this week we're discussing Bloodlines, which is episode six from season 10 and originally aired on the 7th of November, 1993. (laughs) Our writers are, we've got a few different ones here. So the teleplay is by Robert Hammer, I think is what I've written down there, or Harmer. He wrote two episodes and our story is by Michael Berlin and Eric Estrin, both of whom only wrote the story for this one episode. Are so. they anagrams for the guy that wrote the last one? <laughs> for Jerry Day. I mean, yeah. they keep bringing in these like contract writers for these horse racing episodes. So <laughs> so we see Jessica once again embroiled in some horse racing breeding shenanigans. So she is visiting her very good friend, Matt Cleveland, played by Mickey <laughs> Rooney. He is a horse, a very successful horse racing trainer. So, and Matt has a daughter called Jill Cleveland, played by Shawnee Smith, who's a jockey. And they are hoping that the horse they're training and that she's riding, Swift Prince, is going to be able to participate in the Raleigh Derby at, at, I guess, the weekend. I mean, it's like imminent. And they, she's getting the right time. So it looks like they are going to be able to race him. So they're all very excited. Swift Prince is co-owned by Catherine Noble, played by Tippi Hedren, and Wally Hampton, played by Don Murray. So the Hamptons are very, very wealthy. And the Nobles, I guess you're meant to think, were wealthy horse racing family, (laughs) but have fallen on harder times. So Catherine's whole sort of financial future is based on the success or not of Swift Prince. Catherine has a daughter called Tracy Noble, played by Amy Dolans. And Wally has a son called Paul Hampton, played by Sean O'Brien, who works at a bank. Uh, Tracy and Paul are engaged. So the two racing families are going to unite through this union. But we find out that Paul's ex-girlfriend is actually Jill Cleveland. And he maybe still has a bit of a torch for her. I didn't realize that they had actually dated. Yeah, she oh, said they, they wanted just... different things. So she'd uh, implied that that had, you know, but she obviously still really liked him. But anyways, so the horse... The guy they bought the horse from is called Lloyd Mentone, played by Stephen <laughs> Macht, and he is very much against Swift Prince racing. So apparently we find out Swift Prince is four. When he was three, he did not race at all because he had had an injury and broken his leg. And what Lloyd uh, Mentone is saying is that you could get more for stud fees from Swift Prince than if he races again, hurts himself again. And then he he's saying you would put him down, but um, they all seem to think, including Matt, who I guess we find out is sort of an expert horse trainer that they think that Swift Prince is going to be absolutely fine. So they're really Catherine and Harry or, or Wally, sorry, are really pushing for Swift Prince to race because Catherine needs the money And Wally, I guess, just thinks it's going to be a success. But Lloyd clearly does not want this to happen. So he goes around on a bit of a tour to try to get people to help him make it. What happens if the horse races? So if the, okay, okay. So there's the reason (laughs) he's saying and the actual reason. So I'll I'll get to that in one second, Gladys. So there's a lot. So he's getting a guy called Gus Tardio, played by Don Swayze. Poor old Don Swayze. (laughs) to play 
the world's most horrible man who's this sort of like drunk layabout angry guy that used to work for Matt to try to sabotage Swift Prince. There, uh, Matt at one point gets beamed over the head while someone's breaking into the stables to try to inject Swift Prince with something, uh, with something that would, I guess it was like something that would make him race faster, but the deal was if they gets caught that he has it in his system, he'll be banned from from the race for, for doping. So all of this is being investigated by Sheriff Clyde Benson, played by Blake Gibbons, who is like pretty nice. He just doesn't really like the rich people that much, but he's going to help Jessica. Anyways, there's a lot of toing and froing. There's a lot of will they, won't they between Jill and Paul. And what ends up happening, unfortunately, is that Matt is then found bludgeoned to death by the side of the road by Jessica and Tracy. It's pretty horrible. And anyways, there's a lot of back and forth on this. So I'm going to kind of skip ahead a little bit to try to get to the crux of what the issue is here. Okay, so also in the mix, Paul does break up with uh, Tracy so that he can be with Jill all like days after her father has just been found murdered. Anyways, so the reason Lloyd is giving that he doesn't want Swift Prince to race is because he's worried he's going to get re-injured and that if he gets re-injured, he will have to be put down and then he won't really be able to be used for stud fees necessarily, or you could use him a bit, but then he he would have to be put down. So what the actual thing going on here is we have another horse swapping scenario. <laughs> so it turns out Swift Prince isn't Swift Prince. He's a horse called Victor Way. <laughs> Which is like, what is, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let you finish. What a name for a horse. I mean, it's, it's madness. But anyways, so Lloyd essentially committed fraud with Catherine and Wally, where he sold them Victor Way. <laughs> oh my God, Vegas! Like, I was so confused yesterday. I was watching it. That I got Megan, you can't laugh because this is the part that confused you. <laughs> you have to pay attention. I can't do it. Okay, I'm muting myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Glennis is getting sweaty. It's all very hot in here. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So Lloyd had committed fraud in selling yeah. them a horse he was saying was Swift Prince that was actually Victor Way. Now, it turns out Swift Prince was in South America where he where Lloyd still owned him, but he was racing in races down there to get Lloyd money. Or someone he owed money to. It was like something to do with getting money off Swift Prince in racing. What he was going to use with the dummy Swift Prince, a.k.a. Victor Way, was he wanted to then use Victor Way for stud fees so that he could get money that way as well. Now, the issue with them racing was that what Matt was, sorry, what I think Jessica was saying was that the race officials would investigate the horse more thoroughly than Catherine and Wally had, and they would have discovered the fraud. And then Lloyd would have been out like he would have had to go to jail for committing fraud because he'd missold them the horse because they would actually, I guess, look at the lip tattoo properly and do all this stuff. The other thing was we had sort of figured out that maybe it wasn't the same horse because 
he didn't show any sign of the injury Swift Prince was meant to have had. And he also had a proclivity to run in the middle of the track rather than next to the bar, which when Matt was watching the video of Swift Prince racing when he was two, he saw that the horse was absolutely fine being up next to the rail, but that the horse they had now would never do it. Now, the reason then it almost didn't matter that it wasn't Swift Prince was because Jill knew the horse well enough and I guess was a strong enough jockey to be able to get him to win, even though it wasn't Swift Prince. Now, does that, is that addressing the (laughs) question you had? That actually is very helpful. I'm not kidding. Like that, I, because of mental and stuff, I didn't really get. And now, uh, that all makes sense. I didn't. I didn't even realize he sold them the horse. Like now, this all makes. I like. Thank you. That was a really good description. Okay. Yeah, I you. think that's all right. Now the thing with it is, is that Lloyd didn't actually murder Matt. So if you think about the stuff right. Lloyd did, he had just tried to drug the horse. He did try to kill the horse at and one he point. Kill the horse, which yeah, isn't which isn't that great. good. Um, but he goes to jail for the fraud. The, unfortunately, the person who did kill Matt was Tracy. Now, I guess you meant to think these girls grew up together and that this was someone she knew fairly well and he knew her pretty mm-hmm. well. But she was worried that if Matt told Catherine about the fraud because he had just figured it out, that the mom wouldn't be able to get the money she needed from Swift Prince Racing and basically Tracy would be left with nothing because she already was, they were already struggling to organize her wedding and stuff like that. And so she didn't want her mom to lose the money and the lifestyle and stuff. But wouldn't she have clocked that Swift Prince would have basically been like, I guess if he won, he still won, but then all of those stud fees would basically go away and surely he wouldn't have won much more. Well, and the owner should have done a little more, like, Recent, a little closer yeah, yeah. Um, check of the horse. Yeah, and I guess maybe you're meant to think that Tracy, it wasn't premeditated, really. I, I think she oh. just re- reacted in the, because she panicked. And she steamed him in the head, like, four times. Without yeah. It, no, no, it wasn't. I'm not saying it was good, but I think it's that, she, because if she thought it all the way through, she would have realized somebody would have discovered this anyways. And I think what Matt was trying to do was he—he he maybe would have raced the horse anyways, but it was he wanted them to be aware that Lloyd was cheating them. So, yeah. Anyways, there's two fun facts for this episode. Okay. The first one is actually genuinely quite fun. Angela Lansbury and Mickey Rooney appeared in the horse racing themed film National Velvet from 1944. Oh, I forgot about that. I did too. That's amazing. That's quite sweet. So maybe that's why this is like a horse racing themed one is because they're the old friends. And yes, just a a hazenet, Jessica and Matt are very good friends. She's a godmother to Jill. So there is a strong connection there. Okay, God, this was, I struggled writing this fact down because it, the, you know, anyways. Angela hired Don Misher, who I guess is the director for this episode, for his first attempt at directing a network dramatic film hour series scenario program. Now, I think they mean like whatever murder she wrote is. He, so Bloodline was his only murder she wrote directing credit, 
but he is best known for directing big award shows and variety shows. And if you go on his IMDb, he's done like loads of award shows. That's like his big thing is directing those. And our last fun fact is that Amy Dolenz, who played Tracy Noble, is the daughter of Mickey Dolenz from The Monkees. I was going to add that one if it hadn't. Because she's in a movie with Tony Danza from the 80s called She's Out of Control, where she's so good. I love that. I haven't watched it recently. So I don't know if it's like stood the test of time, but I I love that movie. She goes from nerdy to cute overnight, and he's like, (laughs) What do I do? Right. She's out of control. I mean, I thought she was pretty cute in this episode. And I actually, I know she was the murderess, or she, but I actually kind of felt sorry for her a little bit, like before she killed Matt, obviously. But it was like, she, she just was didn't. pretty annoying. I just felt like she didn't have a handle on what was going on. And then, you oh, know. And then there's a scene at the end where Tippi Hedren, <laughs> what's her character's name? Catherine. Catherine's like, I can't help but think this is partially my fault. And Jessica gives her a look like, yeah totally <laughs> yeah i love that she's like i feel partially to blame that you kind of feel sorry for her because she really didn't know her daughter had murdered a man and jessica's like yeah you're the worst mother yeah i mean daughter she wasn't they weren't like i mean she was nice although we once again have families organizing a marriage or relationship between two children and that is it's just creepy and weird. Yeah, she's like, I hope you're not doing this for me. And she's like, no, I'm doing it for me. <laughs> well, that was it. Is that Tracy didn't necessarily like Paul that much, but she wanted to marry into the Hampton family. Because I, I didn't really get the impression the parents were pushing them that hard to do it. The dad just wanted Paul to work on the ranch. And Catherine just wanted to make the money off the thing. And like, you know, her daughter was like, yeah. And when Paul was like, they're breeding us. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. keep making fun of Paul's bank job. They're like, in your stupid bank job. I know they hate that bank job. Like, nobody respects <laughs> Paul's job. Yeah. Yeah, you only <laughs> like it because your father does it. <laughs> it's like pretty steady bank gig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and how does he like? Seems like he's barely stepped his foot into banking, and he's like being able to process all these like big loans and all the, and then like tear up a loan that's in process. Like, I know he cancels Catherine's loan application. I mean, it. to 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 I guess screw over Lloyd, but you're like, surely you're also just kind of messing her over too. Like, is that good? Like, I don't know. No, it was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on here. And you're like, did Catherine and Wally used to hook up? Did Catherine and Matt used to hook up? I mean, yeah, I was so confused because when Jessica gets there, she's talking to Matt and Jill and she's like, oh, like, when am I going to see Tracy and what's the daughter's name? Uh, uh Jill. Oh. No. Tracy's the daughter. daughter. Oh, oh, Catherine. Catherine is Tracy. Yeah. And they, like, give this look that sort of implies, like, I thought it implied, like, oh, we were getting divorced, like, surprise. But then when I found out that they weren't together and hadn't ever dated, I was 
confused. It was, well, and also you're like, if they wanted to unite the families, <laughs> surely Wally and Catherine are the obvious two yeah. to get married. They already seem to like each other. They're already yeah. working together. You know, we know that Murder, She Wrote loves to have couples that work together. So, like, it seems logical that these two. But you're right. Did she have a relationship with Matt? That's interesting. Maybe. I thought Tippi Hedren looked pretty great in this episode. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Agreed. Also, I have to say, the lady who plays Jill is, like, a stone-cold babe now. Well, she was always so cu- always cute. Yeah. She's- I thought she's a little annoying in this, but if I'm honest, and she I is. Yeah. she's in this scene in Saw that's really like, they show it a lot. It's pretty grim. Mm. <laughs> she's in a couple of the Saw movies, the Saw franchise. Well, yeah, spoiler alert, she becomes his like acolyte or something like that. Do you remember? <laughs> I'm like, is she his, uh, is she Jigsaw's She's also in the blob. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's fun. Um, She's this, fine. Well, no, and you know what? She tones it down as the episode goes on. Like when you yeah. first meet her, you're like, I'll just say, speak for myself. I was like, oh boy, here we go. Bumpy road. And then when he <laughs> started off on a rocky foot, it was, I was like, he, she can't be his daughter. She didn't, that's not what they said, right? And then. Well, we never see a mother. We only see a photo of them with him being the same age and a little girl that's meant to be her. Oh, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that, that was, <laughs> I made Megan go back. And because I was like, Megan, did you see that? And she was like, what? They didn't even try to have a different actor. They were just like, no, Mickey Rooney is too distinct. It reminded me of P.S. I Love You when they just slapped a whole bunch of thick orange like concealer on Gerard Butler to make him look 20 years younger. <laughs> and it just fell into those like crevices. No, the photo of him with the little girl, I was like, I don't understand that was, how. Uh, <laughs> just the same, same as always. But here he is with this little, I mean, there was, um, she was a bit, where she sort of lost me a bit, Jill, was when Paul enters the scene. Paul, who is ostensibly her ex-boyfriend, and he's engaged to somebody else. And the whole bit where he like is like, do you want to go grab some dinner? She's like, sure. Like, it's just like, she knows she's not supposed to. Like, she, she already told us she didn't want to be with him anymore, but obviously still likes him so much. And it was like, this she is a weird dynamic. Yeah, it was odd. It was really like, odd. I thought hey, like they're both beaming and they're both I like, know. hey, hey, want to go to dinner? Yep. I know. And I he's know. supposed to be meeting, you know, but he's like, oh, she, well, you friend. took too long. Yeah, it's Well, and also, I think, I mean, it's what, like, also, it's like in the modern world now, like, it, it, I think people are a little more chill about these things but I still think people don't always love when 
their partners have maintained some sort of relationship with their exes. Like that is a difficult thing. And in the eighties, I imagine, or nineties, I imagine that was an, a major no-no. Like you're right, not supposed right. to see it. And like the fact that they, he was engaged to Tracy. He wasn't just dating her and he was going to go out to dinner with his ex-girlfriend. Like, yeah, to Glitter's point, like at the drop of a hat, it's like, maybe that's not good. But I guess it wasn't because he didn't want to marry her. I didn't mind him, but then he like blamed her, which I didn't love. And it's like, no, you're the one that, I don't know. I mean, I get that. And he was like, I was going to say this earlier, but you know, we're through. And it's, it's obviously weighted it pretty close and she's. Well, and the weird eye contact he had with the mom, I was like, are they sleeping together? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're he goes, right. He's in town shopping. And then she casts a look at him and he looks at her and you're like, maybe mom was hot look would i have blamed him no but that's where i thought that was going not that he would go for an age appropriate also hunk also like and i'm not saying paul's not good looking but there we're fighting a lot over paul also paul is from a christmas secret correct correct (laughs) secret daughter secret daughter (laughs) when i see him sorry i just like Christmas secret <laughs> Christmas secret <laughs> lest we forget the lies he told but <laughs> oh my god that episode not one of my favorites <laughs> no I know I feel I like we brought that up quite a lot recently. no yeah because someone oh because the, the woman in something foul in Flappyville the costume designer yeah. oh yeah that Helena too. yeah I mean Paul seems like I mean, he's a nice enough guy, I guess. He, I don't know. The banker. He loves banking. But he just loves banking. Like, that's his true love. Yeah. Did you peep her glamour shot on his desk? No. It was like a black and white photo. Yeah, it was a black and white photo of a lady. I don't know if it's Tracy's or like the photo that comes in the frame that conveniently (laughs) like worked. (laughs) It's the queen, like how Susanna makes Yeah, it's the queen. <laughs> I have never seen it. Oh my god, we have watched like at least four episodes now where it's behind him. It's like season two. It's when they're in the new sheriff's office. It's odd because Megan has never been able to take a photo of it. I can't. I think I smell conspiracy. No, yeah. I will. I will eventually. But yeah. Oh my god. And like, okay, I know Gus Tardio or whatever his name was is bad, but he's also barely in the episode. Yeah, he is. He's kind of a red herring, but sort of, not really. Yeah. But then we don't see it. They could only afford Don Swayze for like a day. Yeah, <laughs> truly. And then they're like, well, we'll never show him again. <laughs> yeah, Gus is out of the picture. When she referenced that Gus was the eyewitness, obviously she ended up lying, but it was like one of those things where I was like, oh, is, is he going to come back in? <laughs> nope no and then when mickey rooney's firing him and i'm like i'll call him by his character name but matt what are what are you gonna do about this if things you can't just (laughs) bop him in the nose you know i don't we're gonna do a little bopping on the nose i'll tell you that (laughs) i mean maybe maybe if gus is drunk 24 7 and mickey rooney has got a powerful stance I mean, I will say I feel a little bad for Don Swayze sometimes because it's like, I feel like he always kind of plays characters like this where they're just like, 
he is such a mess and it's like but like a angry drunken mess and like that's all he ever is for the whole I know gone. they're always uh, yeah I feel yes you're right yeah. they, he gets typecast but I'm pretty cute here I won't lie he's, he's cute he's just he, he is a handsome guy it's it's hard when you're I would imagine it's hard when you're Patrick Swayze's brother like it's just that is a tough and and they look so similar Mm -hmm. but just ever so slightly different and it's yeah I mean he's fine in it he's hardly in it yeah I mean that's the thing it's it's just funny because you're like okay we've got this really bad guy on our hands (laughs) and then he just we will never see him again and then meanwhile Mickey Rooney gets killed by a hundred pound woman (laughs) with a flashlight yeah. Well, all, yeah, yeah, with a little she, flashlight. Let's just dive into it. She beats him to death. I know. Like not just Step a stray swing of the arm with a you know, she really goes for it. Yeah, How like, could she do it tough. too? Because she pretends to be sick and he pulls over and he's like, You okay, honey? <laughs> like all this stuff. And she just is like, that is not gonna break her. I mean, that is a crazy, that's a crazy move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tracy. Yeah, I didn't, I remembered that she was bad, but I had completely forgotten that Mickey Rooney died. And so I kept waiting for Mentone to get killed. And I was like, oh, mm. Mickey Rooney's going to come back. He's not dead. <laughs> They'd just shown him in the ditch. Like, he probably is dead, but I don't know. I like refuse to believe it. I mean, Mickey Rooney didn't just die in this episode. He was also the beaned in the head earlier in the episode. So he was actually bludgeoned twice. I know. Megan was like, I thought he like picked himself up. (laughs) Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, because it already happened. (laughs) Like it took Megan a solid like five to 10 minutes to be like, oh wait, he's dead? Like, (laughs) yeah, it it really what's that he's just lying in the ditch his little tiny body i I hated it but also can we talk about so this is the one episode of murder she wrote that mickey rooney is in oh finally we're finally covering it after glittis has accused multiple (laughs) other actors of being mickey rooney (laughs) we're finally full circle actually covering the the real Mickey Rooney episode. Because I was trying to think, no, who were the not. other people Glenna thought were Mickey Rooney? Just the one guy. No, it was a few. It was basically any guy over a certain age that was like. Yeah, but then when I no, it was photos. the guy. It was um. Was it Van? N- no, was it Van Dyke? Oh, it was. Pat, no, Pat, Pat Van, Pat, Pat Handel, Pat, no. <laughs> uh, uh, was it? Wait, um, hold on. It's it's annoying because my phone. No, it's. Uh, I lean from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, Dick Van Patten. Patton. Dick, Dick Van, Van Patten. Patten. Oh my God, you're right. It was Dick Van Patten. It was Dick Van Patten. <laughs> I'm like, it's not. I, I stand by it. Said that about Van Johnson. Did she not also refer to him as being no, Mickey? No. And then I thought, oh, because Dick Van Patten's also in Spaceballs, right? Okay, so yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah. I'm thinking of Dick Van Patten. 
because he's been in like two mm-hmm. that we watched. He's been in two. more than one. Yeah. Okay. Someone search their search their phone for for tech. The search murder or search Mickey Rooney. I bet. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I feel like when it's gonna test. Hold, yeah, you can do that on iMessage. You can do it on iMessage at the top, like so. Because I my phone, I got a so see right under where it says mess. Wait, can you see? Ah, there's says there's a little search thing. Oh no, yeah. Sometimes in in WhatsApp you can search the actual thread. Mickey Rooney. Well, yeah, I we have bite the big apple. Oh, who did you think was Mickey Rooney and bite the big apple? <laughs> wait, who's the... wait a minute, Glennis, oh, that's not Dick Van Patten. I think she thought they both were Mickey Rooney. Ah, uh, here it is. Glennis and I are watching Bite of the Big Apple. Mickey Rooney strikes again. Did you do the side by side? Did you already show the side by side? I was looking yeah. at my phone. Okay, I, I just want to say I like that Glennis and Megan straight tried to gaslight me into thinking that this happened once, and I was like, I oh, know no, this no, was a repeat. But she also thought it, Ashley's right, she also thought it for Dick Van Patten in Murder in the Electric <laughs> Cathedral. But then I thought there was another one with Dick Van Patten that we'd done. We, he's only in one, but I think you thought Eugene Roche was also Mickey Mouse. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we have the, the bucket receipt. hats alone, yeah. I like these guys with Mickey I had to, um, for some reason, Mickey Rooney wasn't popping up, just that I thought that's an aside um but uh when i typed in mickey both my text to megan when i was at disneyland about buying mickey sweats and mickey rooney popped up so. <laughs> probably, probably <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> but yes no it has definitely happened multiple times but i just remember <laughs> yeah i mean how did it feel to finally see him glennis is it <laughs> felt great but then i was sad that he died it is a bummer because i i like megan i have seen this episode quite a few times and i must never remember that he dies like it just it came as a real shock (laughs) it was when they got in the car and i was like oh my god no matt's gonna be on the side of the road like i then (laughs) only then did i recall this is what i'm talking about with this show mad because she was like oh can't they see the body on the side of the road but then of course the headlights hadn't hit it yet in a ditch and the person who called that out but like the person who's like oh what is that was the person who murdered him so like of course she's gonna be like oh i don't know what this dead body is doing oh, here that that's a good play. point like <laughs> okay yes yes so that's dark it was i mean it's yeah, sad even mocked got killed it would have um, made sense for the nature of the show but the thing is this is like because Mickey Rooney's like an old school star they treat it like they do when they have all the old school stars in the original few seasons where they are either the murderer or the or the victim it's where you have your biggest star either be the person who gets killed or the person that does the killing yeah and that feels more like hearkening back to 
Uh, but it is sad because it's her friend and then Jill's dad has died. But we had like a repeat of Race to Death where we have to rewatch the winning tape nine times, mm-hmm. a bit like when we watched the regatta. Right. Yeah, and um, Andrea the Parker's team, the Niederlander. <laughs> it wasn't the Niederlander. It was the, um, oh God, what was the boat called? It was um, Steve Forrest's boat like the oh. fair weather so I can't yeah. remember what it was called and um we had to watch it a few times they're like off to New Zealand woo we've watched the tape like nine times and this time they oh, were like we watched her- yeah yeah we watched her win Jill win on the tape a few times and I guess she and Paul are back together I know he's like oh god he has some line at the end you finally appreciate what you get it's like her dad <laughs> has literally just died Paul yeah. but she, she was like full she, race. she didn't yeah. seem that bad she didn't i really wanted more tony maldonado we heard a lot about him and i was hoping for someone to show up on the scene as the replacement writer and be like a bit more like a lot of personality and super fun but then all he, he does is control... he, the <laughs> he couldn't control uh swift prince or whatever yeah. it's called all he says is he won't ride the horse. Also, I thought, God, I like I don't want to be offensive. I thought he seemed awfully tall to be a jockey. Like when they when he came off, I was like, that like jockeys are meant to be pretty yeah. pretty small. Well, yeah, didn't anyone see tall. dead heat? Because the less weight you have, the better for the racing. Yeah. I feel like there's many a British mystery about like jockeys in a steam room trying to lose weight. Yeah, about lying about the. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Like I was thinking the other day because I've been watching I the most do. recent. Uh, I don't know what. Wood. Yeah, and they are jockey. It what they haven't had a horse racing one, but they did have one about nuns, and oh, I, I feel like thought, yeah. all murder mysteries have to have an episode about nuns, and inevitably, it's always my least favorite one <laughs> because there's something yeah. about it that's always a bit too sad or so you know like yeah. i don't know yeah yeah unless it's that... sister boniface oh my god i exactly. love 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 i told you guys right that i've told you this before that the lady that created sister boniface is the same lady that created shakespeare and hathaway yeah it checks i was like i, I love like you yeah. whoever you are jude tyndall so good yeah. it's so good i mean yeah. maybe i know i probably said this before but like maybe she'll be on this show do I write her a fan letter? Like, Can I you believe? Work. Come on, our podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like we need to know everything about these shows. Yeah, I mean, Matt and Kathy very close. You thought Weird. potentially thought romantic? Like, yeah, I got. Yeah, uh, she said something about him being their trainer, like making it seem like it was just platonic but right it did seem something was there i also wondered how many god children jessica has oh my god thousands <laughs> i mean when she's i'm sure there's an episode where she's having to get to the post office to deliver presents for like various like nieces and nephews and godchildren. you're like this woman must be could she not get a pa to Hemorrhaging sort of this money for this I mean, oh my just god. like like thousands and thousands of dollars a month for gifts for their her godchildren. Matt, you know, invited her down there, right? And like minute one, she ruins the surprise he's about to tell her. 
She's like, oh, are you calling to say that Jill's going to race <laughs> Prince? He's like, yeah. <laughs> well, I did think they'd said how they met. Could this be right? Or maybe they, not maybe how they met, but how they had helped her with her research for the Triple Crown murders. That is right. Yeah. But they couldn't have been how they met because Jill would have been too old because it's a second, like, Jill was in her 20s. I mean, Jessica didn't start writing and getting published till she was in her sort of late 50s. So it, they must have been previous friends. She knew Catherine and Tracy really well, too. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Triple Crown murder. <laughs> Wait, who flew Who flew back from the coast? Someone said that in the episode. I don't know if it was uh, Mentone or somebody else. But oh. they're like, yeah, when I flew back from the coast the coast we must have been town maybe here they make it clear that we're in the blue mountains or hills whatever it's called of yeah Virginia. right 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 so i was like he trying says, to figure wally but they're gonna race in raleigh but the farm is in yeah yeah it looked nice wherever they were filming it, it in uh in um Los Angeles somewhere. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh about I don't know how I look beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. They look very pretty. Yeah. This is like when we were out up in the Tetons and we had to talk about that like 25,000 Oh yeah. <laughs> with soldier. Yeah, soldier. Soldier. A dog got a right to roam. <laughs> Does it? Also, can we do a quick aside about the delivery guy? Glennis and I loved him. Oh, he, well, he was sassy. <laughs> he's like, that's why I get the big bucks. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> she gets the, you know, the VHS hey. tape, and then Wally comes in and is so weird. <laughs> yeah, and she could open that package better than Mickey Rooney could. Yeah. He's like fumbling around. Oh my god, it took him eight years to open the Made package. Me really sweaty. He was like practically ripping it open with his teeth. I was like, is there a double layer of like bubble wrap in there or something? Why is it taking him so long? Oh my god. Oh fiddle <laughs> faddle. So dark. We'll go actually we'll go through this bit at the beats, but here we'll get to we'll get to the beats. Here we go. Okay, episode beats. Thunder weather, no. Signature's closet hiding, no. Poisoning bludgeoning. Matt was bludgeoned and then Matt was bludgeoned again. Yeah. So Matt had a rough time in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Phone wire cut. We have um, Matt's, Matt does make some phone calls and that is like important in the episode. Victor, Wyoming. (laughs) Tired tech. We've got um, a mobile phone and a video cassette. All very important. She's shaking. I would say we have a double shake where Matt shakes Kathy and then Kathy shakes Matt. There's a lot of shoulder grabbing. Oh, in that when scene. they're on the when they're leaning against the fence talking. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Not, like, yeah. Fr- not like friendly shake. Oh no, no, totally friendly. It was just a funny. I was like, come shake. on, man. Like I need this. And she, he's oh. like, you need to trust me. And they're like yeah. crying. Um, about Tony Maldonado. And they, I mean, honestly, that scene, they do keep like, she's like, you're my friend and I really love you and respect you, but I'm also your boss. And then he's like, you're my friend and I love and respect you, but also in my contract, like they, yeah. They do, do they hold hands at one point? Oh no, Jill and 
Oh, after, sorry, I said, are they now holding hands? And that's when Jill and Paul come back <laughs> on their date. The single date. And the burger, hands. they were just grabbing a burger, man. Right, right. Yeah, and kissing. And that's yeah. it. That's, What's that's the it. big deal? happened. Not a big deal, you guys. <laughs> Bro code violation, no. Time. Don't no. you think big time? This code violation. Oh yes, yeah, yeah massive broco big time it was just big a burger but it felt impactful i mean that is just because it's two ladies i guess i got hung up on the fact that they were bros but you're right it was the sisters well, it wasn't one of those ones where he's like if <laughs> if, if, if you were single <laughs> yeah. or like we dated and then you dated my best friend <laughs> like if someday this gal gets wise she'll run away with me yeah <laughs> you know also, i mean these do do would have grown up together right have you watched that thing where it's i think it's amy phillips or somebody like that does the thing where she's every character in the law and order (laughs) episode and she's like the first one is like the casual finder of the body and the one where she's the (laughs) like call me when you leave your wife mike (laughs) (laughs) and then then stumbles into a dead body (laughs) that's what this feels like yeah 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 I think it falls. But it was kind of messed up if Tracy and Jill were friends, like previously, which I think they were, that Tracy mm-hmm. would date Paul. But also, they're just, you, sh- I don't know. I mean, regardless of like Tracy and Jill's status, I don't know if you should be making out with an engaged man. No, of course. I mean, if Tracy doesn't know about it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If she's not in on it. No, too. no, I, I agree. No, and then there's that weird part where Tracy's like, "Well, if you want to hook up with Jill, go for it." You're like, yeah, oh, wow. but it's meant to, to sh- show us that she doesn't really care about Paul. She just wants the she just yeah. wants the money. Okay, window peep. N- no, I didn't have a car. They're in the car window. Yeah, they see Mickey Rooney. Uh, I mean, we peep through the window when she's uh feeling sick. Oh God, yeah. so. Not so dark and driving up to his car she sees them yeah mm, that's not good fake name id swift prince is victor way you sneak yeah, i'm like what a great <laughs> name for a horse good old victor way victor way we think it's victor wyoming but i love that he shorthanded it but only to remove an a <laughs> <laughs> drinking game is a hundred percent swift prince Mm -hmm. say that about eight bajillion times the fuzz slash cop quirk we have hunk sheriff clyde benson and he doesn't like the bougie race owner people but other ones i don't know but he liked jessica and i said they did have cop chemistry yeah he and he was very cute he He was was very cute and very sassy well, I thought one of the girls might end up with him, but completely obviously forgetting that Tracy was a murderer. Well, that, I told Megan that as well. I was like, oh, I hope Tracy and him get together in a like uh, enemies to lovers. I mean, that's your favorite. Favorite. Number one. Mm-hmm. But a lot. She was no, she, she did a naughty. So well, I, I also remembered it being more self 
self-defense or not self-defense but like accidental and then re-watching it I'm like well no. that was no accident and no then... god no intended yeah pop chemistry yes room raiders no businessy business once again we have horse racing slash breeding yeah <laughs> uh I heart hardly no age ain't nothing but a number okay I'm excited for this all right Gus Tardio was 35 Wally Hampton was 64 Catherine Noble was 63 Lloyd Mentone was 51. Matt Cleveland was 73. Jill Cleveland was 24. Wait, Tracy No. Jill Cleveland was how old? 24. How old was Matt? 73. Okay. Yeah, Megan, do you have something to say? I'm still very confused about that photo. Right, yes. I'd he had been four he, in that photo, and he would have been in his fifties, <laughs> and yet he looked the same. Right. exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jill is twenty-four. Tracy is also twenty-four. Paul is thirty, and Sheriff Clyde Benson was thirty-two. Ah, ding dong. Hello. The Jonathan scale, which just to remind listeners is, <laughs> which I always forget to explain, a sort of a whiny entitled young man that is too much in need of Jessica's help. And we don't really have one, I don't think, here. I don't think so. Because Paul's pretty capable and, you know, banging after himself. The bank, okay? God, you guys. <laughs> he just loves being a bank manager. Okay, why is everybody judging him for it? <laughs> his dad hates his job his really yeah. steady normal job um these days we have paul and jill very much these days petite yeah, no Catherine. <laughs> or wally and Catherine, or yeah. paul and Catherine, or matt and Catherine. <laughs> yeah paul and Catherine. uh glamour shots we have yes the photo of matt and a, a small <laughs> child jill and there are eight a thousand horse racing riding pictures yeah. up and around Everywhere. the office. As far as the eye can see, it's how people decorate their homes, apparently, in this community. Smooches, we do, I think, have a tr- kiss between Paul and Tracy, but not between Paul and Jill, I don't mm-hmm. think. The Bloody Hands, I mean, no, we do see Matt's crumpled body in a ditch yeah, on the side of the road. Blood, oh, blood. No. Yeah. Familial ties, this is an old friend and her goddaughter, so I think that does apply. And friend function, you know, he's doing okay. Like, he's happy, just things get sh- cut short for him. Yeah. Killed. Yeah. I know, but at the beginning of the episode, I mean, when she first so gets there. Had a friend. So, but then I, I also put um, Catherine as like a friend as well like i know she's there to meet mm-hmm. matt but she's like super keen to see mm-hmm. kathy the nobles and she's not doing well <laughs> no <laughs> she's having a bad financial time yes and she gets there she's like when am i gonna see kathy and tracy tracy we didn't have we had a friend die yet i don't think since we've been doing friend function no, not since we've been doing friend function. I'm sure we had somebody die that she then has to avenge. I think the lady in the Caribbean in Widow Weep for Me was her friend that wrote her yeah. the very beginning. Oh, yeah, Antoinette. Or was, ugh, I can't, but yeah, I thought, but yeah, it seems uncommon. 
Okay. Eyes closed, head shake. Yeah, I think she does do that. She does a wink at the end, too. God about the wink. That sheriff got a, a, full, a sexy wink. Yeah. <laughs> when does she, like, tilt her head down? Was that when she was talking to Tracy? It was, like, so, like, I don't know. She was just, like, ugh. Like, it was you, Tracy. And, yeah, Catherine, you are a horrible mother. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, Jessica's so judgy. I know, like, let's not, like, yeah, kick the woman when she's down. Clearly, this is a tough time for her. Uh, Fave outfit, worst outfit. Ashley, what do you think? Um, I didn't have a worst outfit. Um, Yeah, I couldn't really pick one. Uh, my fave outfit was Tracy in her first scene. She's wearing a navy and black houndstooth blazer with a black turtleneck and gold hoops. And she's talking to her mom about the wedding. Um, and I really liked it. I liked a lot of the blazers in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some strong blazer work for sure. For sure. Megan, what about you? Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really have a bad outfit and I thought, uh, Chippy Hedron looked really good in all of her outfits. I, I mean, Tracy had some interesting choices, but. And Paul's suits were too big. I will say that. There was one student, maybe I'm just misremembering <laughs> it because I don't have a big, I didn't take pictures while we were watching this time, but it felt like it was just too, like, oh, yeah. Swimming in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because like he kind of had like a baby face. And I, I feel like it was yeah. done to try to make him look older. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Glynis, what do you think? um jessica had a navy checkered coat and like gold brooch at the sort of towards the end worst outfit um oh and, oh and she had a did you already say this a blue plaid shirt and a suede jacket like jacket mm-hmm. over um and then tracy had this purple dress that she walked in to Paul's office in it was so ill-fitting like it was meant to be kind of like fit at the waist and like the boobs were saggy and like all of that and she also paired it with this really long pearl necklace with like a giant like medallion at basically her belly button and that and she's just swanning in she's like do you like it Paul like this is gonna be for my bridal shower and it was hideous glennis that was my favorite outfit (laughs) really (laughs) yes i wrote wrote tracy's purple dress i didn't mind it (laughs) things are getting awkward it's usually tough I'm to hear. on the wrong side of it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, kept going and going and going. <laughs> like, I was wondering why you were making a face the whole time. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I just slated that. <laughs> I was like genuinely like, do I just cross it out and say something else? <laughs> <Aww. laughs> <laughs> subjective and we have different references i was like i gotta save face i yeah so that was my favorite my worst outfit was i said gus's sort of vibe yeah, yeah. very grace like hair and everything yeah that's cardio okay biggest hunk megan um the cop oh right okay uh glennis jill for sure 
Okay. Ashley. Sheriff Clyde Benson. I put Catherine. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think those are all great. great. I think everyone's choices are great. And I feel bad about all of this because she did come clean to her daughter about like that they were having financial problems and then the daughter wouldn't stop and nothing about her made it seem like she'd, you know, made her daughter's life so that they had to be rich, rich, rich. I don't know. She didn't seem that crazy, but we don't know. We don't know the history. No. And I liked her. And I did think everything she was trying to do was because she just was trying to like get the horse to win. So she never made a, you know um okay one quick thing i want to add in i wrote this down when jessica's shading over to figure out what matt had written down about victor way Mm. like there was no shading that was necessary that pen was so deep into that (laughs) notepad even when she lifted it up it said victor way (laughs) she likes to shade she likes to shade when I saw Matt rip that piece of paper off that notepad, I'm like, she's going to shade. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to shade the hell out of that notepad. <laughs> she didn't have to. Because <laughs> Matt wrote it in like this. Is like... <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> J.B. Burns. Glynis, did you have any J.B. Burns? I It was uh, Burn from the uh, sheriff. Where he goes, where he says that all of you got way more motives than Gus does. When yeah. Around the room or something along those lines. Gus Tardio Defender. And, he, and then he follows, <laughs> like, after the guy's like, please, like, don't keep this, don't let this information out. And he's like, more than happy to do you and your friends a favor as long as it's within the law. And yeah, there's yeah. a lot of sass in that 30 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Gus Tardio, what a name. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, it's up there with Gordon LaMonica. Yeah. It, that is not what I'll soon forget, I yeah, think. Tardio. <laughs> okay, apologies to anyone that's listening that has a last name named Tardio. It just, it, I don't know. I, I just threw in John Tardio because <laughs> there's a few of them. So okay. I, you know what? I stand corrected, and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Megan. Everybody's fuming. <laughs> Ashley, did you have any JB Burns? Um, I did when she's talking to Mentone. She goes, mm. "I think your mind is playing tricks on you. The tower at Saratoga wasn't built when you were growing up." Mm. yeah yeah i liked that and there's like no further discussion on what a yeah like what that liar means. liar pants on fire he is mm-hmm. i okay but thanks ashley yeah megan <laughs> mentone i think paul asks him if he killed matt and he says i never said i was brilliant but that dumb i'm not <laughs> and then we at um paul comes up to tell Catherine something at the racetrack and know in like a huge huge suit and she says would you do me a favor go to hell yeah that was the only one i wrote down i thought that was very good okay all right fate guest star um ashley what do you think i had tippy hedron okay yeah megan Gus Tardio. No, no, I, I think I'll do Tippy too. I just wanted to say the name again. Okay. Glynis? Uh Sheriff Clyde Benson. Mm, double whammy. 
punk and guest star. No, she picked Tracy. Oh, Jill. Oh, yeah, I picked Jill. Jill. Sorry. sorry, I'm sorry, Jill. Um, my favorite guest star was also Tippy Hedren. It's interesting because I really remember Mickey Rooney being in this episode, but this is her one and only murder she wrote too. Yeah. Okay, Glynis's guess. Did you get it right, Glynis? No, uh, I guess Catherine. I was close, mm. but mm. okay, very so, close. Same Smidge. family. Too far. What do we think Glennis gave Bloodlines? I think a three. I oh my god, Ashley! I feel like a three or a four given confusion. That oh, I was gonna maybe. say. I think the confusion element was. I I'd say a five, but yeah. Okay. I okay. I'll go four. I'll I'll go in the middle. Glennis, what do you think? Yeah, it was a four, just because I honestly didn't really understand what was happening most of the time mm. okay <laughs> did you have a favorite moment <laughs> i mean i enjoyed finally seeing an episode with, with mickey rooney in it <laughs> the mickey rooney yeah. not dick van patten as mickey rooney um, <laughs> or uh roche yeah, yeah. Roche. Mm-hmm. uh favorite moment of all the scenes with the sheriff Mm, okay yeah 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 yeah. no no oh no no we were all nodding in agreement um (laughs) ashley what about you faith moment overall ranking um i mean i did like the sheriff he was like a breath of fresh air that just Mm. like strode in unexpectedly so so um thought he was pretty hunky but my fave moment is when tony maldonado gets thrown off the horse twice and runs (laughs) off (laughs) <laughs> um and my overall ranking oh this is a toughie i think i'm going to give it i'm going between a six and a seven i think i'll do a six i just tracy like bludgeoning him just seemed rough it just seemed like a little darker and coming off of like the episode we covered before where it was kind of a little bit more fun a little bit more light um mm. just seemed heavy so yeah, yeah. okay Megan, what about you? I give it a seven and I just, I was sad that he got killed. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite scene. When he's opening the package with the tape in it. <laughs> I did like that. I did like when he fired Gustardio. <laughs> Gustardio. <laughs> you just wanted to say Gustardio. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I gave this, I'm going to give this one a six like ashley i yeah it is it's like it's funny watching the two such similar ones back to back because it isn't quite as good as the other one even though the star power in this one is very very significant um but it didn't feel as fun and it is dark i and you're right the stuff with the sheriff probably was the best stuff because he was so cute and i think my favorite scene was when they were when they were working stood outside the police station having that chat and then she clocks the um the like clue that solves the case i liked that but yeah it's not it's just a little rough and this and also i don't know yeah it's 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 not my favorite um okay 
Does anybody have anything else they'd like to add about bloodlines? No. Okay. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And we hope you'll listen again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.